103.9 WRBI Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville now presents Southeastern Indiana's top local sports show, Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza. Now, here's the Hall of Famer, Ron Raver. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Ison's Family Pizza in Batesville. Bryce Kendrick here with you tonight, filling in for Coach Raver. As many of you have probably heard by now that uh, Coach Raver went underwent some major surgery on Friday. We are very happy to report that that surgery went well and he is on his way to recovery, but he is going to be out for a little bit. And it's uh, my pleasure to fill in some very big shoes tonight. I'm Bryce Kendrick in once again for Ron Raver. We have uh, tonight three football coaches, Evan Alry of Batesville, Steve Stern of North Decatur, also Brian Mitchell of Oldenburg. We're going to throw in a little girls golf tonight as well as Tom Meyer of Batesville will be joining us a little bit later on. But opening the big show tonight, it is Evan Alry, head coach of the Batesville Bulldogs. Coach, good to see you again. How you doing? I know. It's been a while, but it's great to see you. And, um, yeah, hopefully, like you said, everything with Coach Raver goes well. And, you know, but it is nice to see you, too. So, well, it's yeah. it's good to be here. And, and Coach, 3-1 uh, to start the season. Same position you were last year, six-year at uh, at Batesville. Just a, a quick recap of the first couple of games. Yeah, we, yeah, we were able to get off to a good start. You know, Indian Creek, uh, like we've talked about, and then Milan. Uh, pretty sluggish game, but it's, you know, a game. Filled with offensive highlights uh, that, oh. that will last a lifetime correct in that 12-3 final yes exactly um like we would say it was an ugly game but uh you know game in which our defense played really really well uh-huh. and that's kind of been the bright spot i'd say um over the last few weeks um you know even going back to the second half of indian creek where mm-hmm. we uh were a little sluggish in the first quarter gave up a couple touchdowns and then man i'm telling you since then um defensively we played really well um you know you can look at the box score in south dearborn game you know one of the games uh that we haven't talked about yet, mm-hmm. you know, on the show, um, we only gave up like 157 yards of offense, mm-hmm. and so you kind of look, you start breaking those type of things. It was a, a couple <laughs> plays here, there. Um, our offense kind of putting our defense in some bad situations, um, and we've had three straight weeks in a row. Um, you know, we've given up less than 100 yards rushing. I think it was like less than 90 yards rushing, you know. So we've been very pleased, um, you know, defensively, but we also know. Um, there's a few teams coming coming, and that's going to really uh, test that defense, right. and um, that's kind of what the, the talk today was. So, you know, we've been pleased defensively. I thought last Friday was probably the first time that we played well, um, maybe in all three phases mm-hmm. in a game. Um, and, you know, still a lot to clean up, still a lot to get better. Um, but, again, defense pushed a shutout. Um, I think we gave up like, maybe just shy of 50 yards of offense. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll see. Like I said, we'll see how it goes and uh, keep grinding away each day. Well, let's let's stick with the defensive thing because I know offense gets all the headlines and stuff, but the defense is playing extremely well. Trenton Rell, 30 total tackles so far leading you. Chase Hamilton and Nate Deputy round out the top three. That's a pretty good trio for you. It is, and uh, you know Trenton Rell's had to play at another level the last couple of weeks. When you you know when you and Trenton's been you know, phenomenal for us. I mean, he was an honorary captain last week as a junior. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we kind of do that revolving door on our fourth um, uh, captain and. He had to step up, dating all the way back to July, uh, when Will Mir went down. And he, Will was going to be kind of that guy we expected him and Vonley to be kind of that one-two punch at running back, the one-two punch on the inside linebackers. Will goes down, and Trent steps in, and he ends up kind of being that guy. And then Vonley Hun, you know, has not played the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, Trenton, it's like his game just continues to elevate. 
and you see that voice continue to just go. And so um, I've just, just maturity-wise as a junior, um, I think you go back to last year when he had to fill in for Jeremiah Limmel for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. All that stuff kind of starts to pay dividends as a junior, and I think it's going to pay dividends for the rest of his career. But, um, yeah, he's played really well. You mentioned Nate Deputy has been uh, a force. Him and him and Chase Hamilton, I thought, played two uh, really good games this past these past two weeks. Um, tackle for Hoss, and, mm-hmm. you know, Nate's just – uh, they're both guys that are just kind of lean, athletic, fast, um, react very well, play play with their hands well. Chase is a wrestler, so he, you know, he does really well with leverage. And, um, you know, we put those guys on the end, um, and then you funnel all that stuff. You know, in, in the one guy, obviously not going to get a lot of stats, but he had, I think, three solos uh, this past week was Nick Nick McConnell. You mm-hmm. know, as, hey, he's our three-tech, I and mean, he just eats up double teams, makes life easier for everybody um, at the linebacker position. So, you know, across the board, our defense has played pretty well. And then, you know, on the back end, Luke Wilson is, a, is our kind of our ball-hawking safety. And there's a few plays in, in South Dearborn. I kind of cringed for, you know, I see him coming in and going low, and you're like, man, hopefully he didn't hurt that kid because he just comes in and just not relentless. So um, I think at all three levels, it's been nice. You know, that mm-hmm. when you've got captains and guys at all three levels that just really do that. And we've been doing a lot of that, you know, with some guys out too. So been just overall very pleased defensively on how we played. You were talking about ball hawking, and, and this team, if, if the stats are correct that I saw, you have eight takeaways so far in four games, and I think six of those are interceptions. Brady yeah. Brady Hornberger has two of them, so uh, that's that's a pretty well-rounded bunch uh, getting takeaways for you. Yeah, and I mean, we've played, like I said, I mean, uh, we, we've definitely, um, I feel like, been one of those things we've kind of emphasized on, you know, swarming to the football, being opportunistic, you know, you know, it's just been those drills we've instilled and, you know, coaching our defense coordinator and, and the entire defensive staff done a really good job of just emphasizing those things. And so uh, when you can put your offense in, in better situations, uh, it helps, you know, unfortunately for us this year, we've turned the ball over more, uh, you know, unfortunately, uh, you know, uh, in some of that. So first got, you know, I think we were, First three week, or first two weeks, two games that we won, we lost the turnover right. margin. You know, and it's then the one game we won, we won the turnover margin, and then obviously this past week we we, we did win the turnover margin. So it was the first time we won the turnover margin, but also won the scoreboard. So uh, it's like if we can start doing that a little bit more consistently, it puts us in better situations. You know, we had a special team touchdown on Friday as well. So that's those those things. That's just where if you can start just doing those those little things, putting yourself in better position. Being opportunistic, you know, getting some turnovers, having good key special teams. When you pl- start playing the East Centrals and Lawrenceburgs and the Franklin Counties that are coming up, mm-hmm. that's what you're going to need. Yeah, you got a meat grinder coming up for sure. But let's let's go to special teams now because uh, Travis Lecker gets you a nice punt return. Set up the play. How did that happen? Well, it was kind of a, a not so good punt, uh, but we had them pinned back. You mm-hmm. know, uh, we uh, had a good kickoff that pinned them. Uh, we had great coverage that got him down. I think around like the 10 or the 12, but then they had a block in the backfield. And they said right. it was a double whammy for them. They don't gain a yard. Um, so you get them punting out of their own end zone, um, short kick, and, and Travis catches it right on a bounce. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you've, you've seen Travis play, if you get him in open space, he's very uh, elusive. We'll just leave it at that. Um, it's not ideal to put your quarterback back <laughs> receiving <laughs> kicks, but uh, – We've kind of we're kind of in a situation. Where we have a couple guys. You know, we've had so many guys hurt, right? Uh, and then you know, Luke Wilson usually does it. He's been in a cast, and then we 
tried a couple other guys back there and they didn't seem as comfortable. So I was just tell Travis, hey, go back there and just field it and please just get the offense back on the field. You right. know? And of course, the first two this week, now last week it was uh, against South Dearborn, he would fair catch it. And of course, this week he was a little more uh, uh, aggressive, yeah. So to say it the least. And uh, the second one, he catches it on a bounce, and uh, you can't really argue, you know, yeah. with that. So um, no, he he's dynamic, and that's kind of what he does. And and, and um, but you know, we'll try not to keep him back there too long. You know, we got to find some other guys that can field the punt and yeah. get us back out there. Sometimes but. it's just a matter of putting the best athlete you have available, and yeah. and he was he was it. Uh, Braden Foster has done a nice job for he's kickoff punter, uh, field goals. I think he has, is it four field goals so far this season? Is that correct? Or That's a great question. Okay. Top of my head. We're I'm close. Just, uh, yeah, I mean, he's... Um, just agree with me, Coach, and make yeah, me look good. Yes, I know that <laughs> you're probably right now that, you're, now that I'm thinking about that. I know he, uh, you know, he's definitely... Um, he hit another one against Rush really mm-hmm. today, and then uh, he's had a couple decent. I think his long of the year is 39 yards or 30, 37 or 39 yards off the top of my head. Right. I don't got the stats. I'm, Nothing to Steve's now. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, I mean, he's he's definitely got the leg. I mean, he's usually, you know, that's what he does. You know, he, he eats, sleeps, and breathes kicking the football, and, you know, he's a senior, and uh, I'm just happy that, you know, he's been able to put a few big ones up in the uprights. I mean, the big one was going back to South Dearborn. We – you know we're we're leading most of the first half. They score shortly before half, and then they go for two, go up eight to seven. Mm-hmm. Kind of a little momentum switch, and then we get the ball um, to start the second half. Get a big special teams play by Kate Kaiser on a return, and then we go down. And unfortunately, had a big penalty that moved us back. But then to be able to, you know, you're at a situation you're about the 35, and you're like, hey, if we can get about 10, 15 yards here, you know, although it's like third and forever. Foster can go in and kick, 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 you know, kick it, and that's exactly what we did. Mm-hmm. We checked down, return rail, got whatever you get, about 13 yards, and you know, set up a field goal. And we took the lead. Um, you know, he's a weapon, so I'm uh, just proud of him. You know, and he's done pretty well. A lot of our special team goals have been met. Unfortunately, you know, you know last week he missed his last PAT. That's one of our goals: go 100% on PATs. And he kicked the field goal and was five for five, and he missed the. Missed one at the end, so he's you know we were giving him crap this morning, but uh, you know, but he uh, he's a great kid, and yeah, of course, you know, like I said, when you can have a guy that can kind of help uh, put the ball through the uprights and flip the field for you at times, it's uh, what you need. All right, sitting three and one again at this time for a second consecutive year, and and we alluded to the the meat grinder that's coming up. You've got East Central and Lawrenceburg back to back. Let's talk first about uh, East Central. Uh, Jake Miner seems to have a another complete group there in Saint Leon. What do you know about the Trojans, and what concerns you? Um, <laughs> what concerns me? Well, they've got they've got uh, you know offensively, it's uh, it's not the typical. EC um, that you would see uh, in regards to line up, you know, one or two tight and just come and ram it right down your throat, run power, and it's a little more open. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, part of that is because they've got a really good quarterback that's pretty athletic, and they got a guy on the outside and go get a ball, and they've had some good running backs. I mean, unfortunately, they've dealt with some injuries too, mm-hmm. but um, no slouch number two, number three on that depth chart. So, um, you know, they can definitely spread you out. Um, still do what they do. You know, they'll run a little bit more zone. Um, but quite frankly, if they need to or will want to, they can still line up and still run their power and run it right down your throat. So, um, you know, they're big. They're they're who they are, right? Mm-hmm. They, there's a culture and an identity down there. I mean, it's EC. So defensively, um, you know, that's, that's talked about the offense. <laughs> and then uh, defensively, 
they're not giving up a whole lot. No, they're not. Um, you know, obviously the Mulder game is kind of the outlier, but that's a really, really good team in, mm-hmm. in, in Mulder. Um, you're not going to see many other teams at that caliber in Southeast Indiana. Um, so, really, when you look at it, you look at the Lawrenceburgs, the, the Franklin County matchup, the Harrison matchup, and you say uh, they gave up six points, I think, against their varsity defense. All right. So. Well. That's yeah, big. Yeah, it is. So for us, we're going in. You know, we we got to just find ways to get first downs and be opportunistic. We got to win a lot of different things. Um, you know, we 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 like what we have in our players, um, but our guys also understand. Hey, you know, you can't do too much. You just got to do what we do well, and uh, let the chips fall the way they do. But you know, I, I, that's the big thing with this group. Of, I'm talking about our guys. Um, is there a they're excited for the opportunity. Mm-hmm. You know, when it's kind of that game, you know, whether it's, you know, I kind of alluded to this on a Friday. You hate to put a team like EC on a pedestal, but they, they've they put themselves mm-hmm. there. They have. Yes. You know, they're the in the college ranks of the Ohio State, the, the Notre Dame is kind of for us at our level. Sure. And uh, it is that game you kind of circle, and you're like, you know what, this is our opportunity to really prove, you know, who we are and where we are mm-hmm. as a program and as a team because they've – they kind of set that set that mark. You know, a lot of respect for the program uh, that what, and what they have. So for us, it's a great opportunity for us to you know at home in front of a, hopefully a big crowd to try to put on a show against a really really good team. Well, coach, we're uh, looking forward to carrying that game on Friday night. We'll have it both on one hundred three point nine and on the web at wrbiradio.com. We appreciate you stopping by Ison's Family Pizza, spend a little time. Good to see you again. Yeah. We wish you all the best. All right, thanks, Bryce. Thank you, Evan Alry, head coach of the Batesville Bulldogs. When we come back, it'll be Steve Stern, head coach of North Decatur. You're listening to the Coach's Corner from Ison's Family Pizza on one hundred three point nine FM WRBI. It's back. Our delicious chicken bruschetta pizza is back. Cecil Ison from Ison's Family Pizza in downtown Batesville. The savory pizza with white garlic sauce, seasoned chicken, mozzarella provolone cheese, tomatoes, and fresh basil, all on our fresh in-house made dough. Mmm, mmm. Come try this or any of Batesville's best pizza at 117 East George Street, IsonsFamilyPizza.com, 812-933-0333. Ison's Family Pizza's famous chicken bruschetta pizza is back. Nothing brings the family together like a home-cooked meal. Let Whirlpool and Maytag Appliances help you handle what the day brings. From smart cooking to dependable dishwashers, Garings has it all. With the largest selection of Whirlpool and Maytag Appliances in the area, you're sure to find the perfect appliance for your cooking needs. Shop for the best appliances with the latest features at Garings today. Whirlpool and Garings, 316 North Main, Batesville. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. This is Ty Fleetwood, sales manager at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, located at 950 North Michigan, Greensburg, Indiana. I want to invite you to visit us at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick. We have Greensburg's only drive-in service lane and home of the free old changes for life with the purchase of a new vehicle. Stop in and give us an opportunity to earn your business. Thank you for shopping at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. Back to more Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza on 103.9 WRBI. Bryce Kendrick with you at Coach's Corner tonight at Ison's Family Pizza in Batesville. We'd also like to thank Gehrings, Fleetwood, Chevrolet, Buick, Georgia's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, helping to sponsor uh, the the uh, 
Coach's Show here on 103.9 WRBI. We just had Evan Ulrey, the Batesville football coach, before, uh, well, during our last break, and now we bring in from North Decatur head coach Steve Stern. And, uh, Coach, you're in your 19th season overall, previous stops at Hamilton Heights and Paoli, now year number seven at North Decatur. And you and I have had a chance to talk two other times, and both were pretty darn successful for you because they had happened to be during sectional championship games in 2019 and 2020. Yes. What do you what do you remember most about each of those titles? What what's something that stands out from each of those games? You know, well, obviously the winning you remember. Um, you know, for me, the journey to get there in 19, uh-huh. and, and and you you had that running total. It was 21 years since North Decatur had won one. Yeah. So that's probably my takeaway was to get that big monkey off your back and to prove to your kids that that you can do it. You guys can do this. It's it's a viable possibility. And and then in 20, um, I, I think the the fortitude that it took uh-huh. to do it again. You know, when you go such a span of time and you don't earn that. Boy, they, you could get really satisfied, and you, you could spend right. a lot of time looking behind you and say, "Look what, look what we did! Look how good we are!" But that group of kids, you know, refused to do that. They wanted to put their own name on it. They wanted to achieve, and obviously, they had the opportunity to to go back to back. But for them, it wasn't back to back. This is this was our senior year. And right. This is our year. This is our title, and and then as a school, obviously, to be able to celebrate that. Both games were great games. Um, obviously, going against Milan, who who has been and will continue to be a rival, mm-hmm. so you, you felt you certainly felt like winning. You earned it, right? And, and you knew you were going to have to earn it. Mm-hmm. So, um, very satisfying. Come, you know, coming through those things to set the table for kind of where we are today. And I think there's a lot of truth. Uh, to the uh, old adage, it's easier to climb the mountain than it is to stay on top of the mountain. Yeah, absolutely. When I was at Hamilton Heights, we won uh, four sectionals in a row, and we always talked about that in the off season. Um, it's easy because the objective is clear, and you climb and you chase it, and you do whatever you've got to do. But then once you've you've earned that, it is you got to find some internal motivation. You mm-hmm. know, well, what is it this year? How important is three in a row? And and yeah, you know, everybody's different, and the challenges are different. But it, it is difficult, and and this group is facing that, and will continue to face that. But I think as a program, we have our eyes on something bigger. Right. You know, for so long, people have said, "Well, you can't do this, and you can't do that." You know, we're looking around and saying, "We're not that far away." Mm-hmm. You, you know, and and. Uh, you can't do it today. You can't achieve it today. But the steps we take today are going to make those steps later, I hope, easier. Well, the steps you've taken so far this year have been a, a little bit rough. As far as a one-loss record is concerned, you're you're zero and three out of the gate. But let's let's talk about the the switch. The the Mid Indiana Football mm-hmm. Conference dissolves at the end of last year. Uh, you look for a new home. You found one in uh, the Mid Eastern Conference, and uh, right out of the gate, playing three pretty tough opponents right there. Oh, absolutely. Uh, let, let's go back and just uh, l- touch briefly on on the uh, first uh, couple of games. Uh, the first one was a twenty-seven twenty loss at Eastern Hancock. Um, what was the difference in that game with the Royals? Big plays. Um, you know, we're, there we were. We're up 13-0 at halftime. We didn't get to play our first game because of COVID issues from South Decatur. Right. Uh, Eastern Hancock already had a game under their belt. So we, we had a lot of unknowns. Played really well early. Uh, felt like we defended them really well. So we're 13 nothing at halftime. We have about an hour and a half weather lightning mm-hmm. delay at halftime. So yeah. that's not good with a young group. Sure. Uh, but, but that night was marked by... A few missed opportunities for us. Now, keeping in mind, we had the ball inside the 25 the last two possessions and didn't score. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so we had a chance at the end, even though we had given up five, like we gave up five plays for 261 yards. That was 70% of their offense that night on wow. five plays. Wow. And and you sort of, you shake your head, but you know what? Our little guys fought. Mm-hmm. I think everybody that left that game on our side of the stands and probably on theirs to some degree were surprised. Surprised how our little guys, because if it was a weightlifting competition, we'd have gotten beat. If it was a track meet, we probably got shut out. But it was a football game, and, yeah. and our little guys came to play and played hard, and we had a chance. And, you know, we walked away from it, certainly disappointed, but but we also felt like we created that ourselves, that we, we determined the outcome. Mm-hmm. We, we could have won it, but right. we didn't win it. Things that we did led to the big plays by right. them, and they're certainly a good team. I mean, they're still undefeated. So we lost it, but I think things that were exposed in that game uh, because of their ability, it's easy to go work on it on Monday. I mean, right. it wasn't like we had to sell the kids on. I mean, there's there's the evidence. That's how close you are. Let's right. do some of these little things better, and, and we moved on. Well, and you did move on to Monroe Central, and they, they've had a great season so far. They have yet to lose a game currently Correct. ranked number four in Class 1A. And uh, if I remember the notes from that game correctly, and Coach, please feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, this comes down, like, to the very end. It did. It, it was another one of those games where it was – Started the game, we're three and out, we punt, and they take the ball and just marched it down the field, three yards, five yards, seven yards. Very methodical and very physical. They're big, they're strong, and, and they play downhill. I mean, mm-hmm. their yards, they're going to go through you. They weren't the type that was necessarily going to run around you. And, and we didn't we didn't do much to stop them. Right. We may have slowed them down a little bit, We and I thought, uh-oh. So I, I felt it was very important that we answered that drive, and we did. We turned around, had a 16-play drive, went down and scored, um, missed our extra point. They hit their extra point. We missed ours. We, it turns out for the evening, um, we were 0 for 3 on extra points, and they were 1 for 3. Right. Therein lies the difference in the game. But we had the ball. We scored late. Um, we scored with about 40 seconds left. Uh, we had gone for 2 on the previous, didn't get it. So when we scored at that point, I had said, you know, let's we're going to kick it. You know, we need a snap. We need a hold. It's more than just a kicker. Well, sure. we, we didn't get snapped. Mm. So uh, then we have to onside it with 30 seconds left. They recover it. Game's over. But here again, we had the ball in our hands, right. and we had an opportunity. Um, it was little things. Mm-hmm. And, and it was a great football game. It was a physical game. I was, uh, I was curious to see how we were going to do. I mean, you can match up schemes all you want, but – Football is still a game of physics. Big, fast, and strong has an advantage. And and when all those things lie in the same player, you got your hands full. But our kids did a great job. I I felt like our conditioning was a difference. Mm -hmm. I I, I think we surprised them a little bit um, because they are talented. They are legit number four. Um, They'll be the best team we play during our regular season, and that's not being disrespectful to anyone remaining on the schedule. It's just simply – Monroe Central will tell you this is the best team they've had, mm-hmm. and it's the best collection. They've got a four-year starter at quarterback, and they've got skilled people. they got big people. So in 1A football, you know how that cycles. Sure. You know, it's hard to have all those things come together at one time where right. it's there right now. And, you know, again, you, you, you don't take a moral victory. We're not interested in that, but we were better for it. Um, and I still think we're better for it, even though it was probably a, a missed opportunity. But so we're sitting at two and zero. We look back and go, man, we had a chance at both of those, but came up short. 
Well, then you follow that up, unfortunately, with a game against Shenandoah, and, and I, I got the information from uh, Chris Steven, who, who was filling uh, filling me in on the details with that, and it, it just seemed like between penalties and turnovers, you, you never really gave your yourself a chance to win that game against the Raiders. We, we didn't, and, and, and I wonder why, and I don't know that it's ever going to be a simple answer, but our youthfulness, um, I think, reared its head a little bit mm-hmm. in a sense that um, there's been no room to breathe. There's been no off day. There's been no game that you weren't going to have to play at or above your potential. And, and I think that got to us a little bit. We came out a little flat. We turned the ball over four times in the first half, but yet we go on a halftime and we're up eight to seven. Yeah. So at halftime, I said, you know what? I'm not sure we could have played a whole lot worse offensively in particular. Defensively, I thought we had some really good stops. They had one play. Mm. That, that just got away from us, and it was a big play, and they scored. Okay, We're, we've got the lead. Second half, they just they played keep away. I think we possessed the ball in the second half for less than five minutes wow. total. And so our defense got a little overexposed, and still it was a one-score game, essentially. We've got the ball about a minute and a half left, and we're, we're no huddle, and we're having to throw it more than you want to. But um, with our quarterback situation and our skill guys, that's something we can do, and it's a, it's a weapon that we need to use. It's a lot nicer when you get to choose to do it rather than it's being force-fed to you. But in any of those situations where it's kind of a scramble deal, uh, Carson gets sacked from behind, ball pops out of his hands right into the lap of one of their defensive linemen, he returns it for a touchdown. So on one hand, you're going for the go-ahead score, mm-hmm. but on that very same play, it turns into a touchdown for them. And... Again, so people probably looked at the score and go, man, I didn't play very well. We had more first downs than they did. Um, I always tell our kids that, and I made this analogy to them last Thursday night because I hear it. I hear it a little bit indirectly, obviously, but I think in our society we, we put too much emphasis on grades. Mm-hmm. You know, how are your grades? Well, I've got all A's. Well, that, good for you, but that doesn't mean you've learned anything. Right. It means your grades are A's. What's your record? Well, we're 4-0. Well, that's great, but it doesn't mean you're any better than you were when you started. It's just your record. When you look at us at, at 0-3, you know, that's rotten to say. Mm-hmm. But but I know, having done it for a long time, we're better today than, than we were uh, a month ago, two months ago. And and our, our, our mental health, I think, is good. I think the kids believe it. I think... They understand the challenge. They knew what it was what it was about. And when we joined this conference, we knew it was going to be hard. But we also knew why we did it. I didn't want to be independent. I didn't want to be chasing games, having no one be loyal to you. At least you've got a group of people that are loyal, good programs. They're going to bring good crowds. Football is important at all these schools. Sure. So who wouldn't want to play in that? Absolutely. Um, and at the same time, we, we want to do something to get over the hump. Well, I felt like the last two years in particular, I had to probably go back to maybe four to five years. Our last game of the year, the, our, our loss that ended our season in the last five years, has arguably been the best team we played. Uh, it was West Washington two years in a row. And and I wanted to do something to get over that hump where if we're fortunate enough, whether it be the sectional finals or the regional or whatever level, I don't want our last game that, that we lose to be the best team we played. Be, because we knew it last year in the regional when they're handing the ball off to a kid that's bigger than anybody on our team. Mm-hmm. But we're, it's going to be a long night. But when he hits you, or you try to hit that, you realize it's really going to be a hard night. And there's nothing you can say to him at right. that point. It wasn't like, okay, let's take a break. Let's go practice for a couple more days, and we'll come back. You can't. So these are the days that, that I think are going to pay dividends down the road. We're physically healthy. 
my measuring stick, I think we're emotionally healthy too. So uh, record's not great, but anybody that's been at the game, I, I think believes we're not a 0-3 team. Well, you're going to shoot for your first win against uh, Lapels. You go out of conference and uh, take on the Bulldogs. What do you know about them? They're good. Uh, I know that. I know that the, this team beat can, the team can, that coach. Just, can I just tape record you and just play that? Little, they're good. They're, they're good. They're good. <laughs> You've got that, some good teams that, under that, schedule. That seems to be the trend. But they beat Shenandoah, <laughs> right? Um, like forty-one or forty-two to twenty-one. Mm-hmm. So if you want to say apples to apples, that's where we're at. They have an outstanding back. Um, they're well coached. Going into last week's game, their tailback was averaging thirteen point three a carry. And and if we step wrong or we step late, we may not touch you. Mm-hmm. So it, it our defense is going to have to to do their part uh, to make the kid change. You know they're not going to make the field any wider. It might be a little more narrow this week. Uh, if I can talk to our maintenance guys, if we get down to forty five, that would help. But offensively, we've got to play complementary football. You know, I heard somebody say yesterday we were complaining about the Colts about how they did not play complementary football. Our offense helps our defense by us having 15, 16 play drives. Even if they don't result in points, it mm-hmm. still helps your defense. I, th- I think your defense can stay out there and get overly exposed. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you knock on that door enough, you're going to find the soft spot. Um, so that's really important. It's home game. It's our homecoming. Um, our support has been outstanding. And I wouldn't expect any different for this week. And I think, not unlike our previous games, this this will be an exciting game. Our kids have found ways uh, to compete, and I, and I have no doubt that we will do the same this week. Well, Coach, before I let you go, and we, we talked about some players with uh, Coach Ori of Batesville, and I want to kind of keep things on the defensive side of the ball. you got James and Josh Evans, mm-hmm. um, the twins, t- 22 tackles each. Yep. Josh has an edge with two more solo tackles plus an interception and a fumble cap recovery, but James has three tackles for a loss. That's Correct. that's a pretty good combination. That's a good pair. Yes. They, they are, uh, you know, it's instinctive for them. They've got a, you know, people say they've got a nose for the football. Mm-hmm. They, they do. Uh, I, they're, they're those guys, and I hope this doesn't sound <laughs> inappropriate, but you don't want to mess them up and overcoach them. Mm-hmm. You know, they have something that comes naturally, and I don't know that they necessarily know why. Two really good players for us. Um, at the end of the day, I always say to our kids, you're not going to be measured by your height and weight. You're going to be measured by what you do and the plays those guys make. And And I've always said I would like to sit in the opponent's coach's office, and I'd like to hear what they say pre- preparing for us pre- or post-game um, just to get their take because you get such a skewed version right. you know, uh, in practice. But those two are impactful players, Reed Messer defensively. Uh, arguably our best player defensively has been Carson Palmer, and uh, he's our quarterback as right. well, and, and he hurt his knee week one, mm-hmm. and he has not played any defense since. And that certainly hurts us. But, again, we're going to get him back. I don't know what week it'll be. He's played offense only. But down the road, we're going to be better because we've developed some depth behind him. Um Jake Kinker on the defensive line has, has done a very good job where, you know, as a defensive lineman, you don't get a whole lot of stats, and right. you certainly don't get glory. But those guys behind him will tell you it's nice to play behind him because he eats up the blocks. Right. Um, overall, um, I'm happy with our defense. I mean, we've been put in some tough situations, and 
and, and and it's been a team effort, but those guys are probably the leaders. Well, Coach, we wish you all the best against Lapel this week in your homecoming, and um, you know it's nice to be able to talk to you. And I, I'm sorry it doesn't involve the sectional championship, but you know we we, well, we, may, do that later. we, we may come down that road again later on. Coach, yes. thank you so much for joining us tonight. Thanks. And you tell Coach Ray, I wish him the best. I hope he's listening. And I'm sure he, he covers well. All right, thank you, Coach. Thanks, Coach Steve Stern of uh, North Decatur Football, and thank uh, him for joining us tonight. We are going to take another two minute timeout, and when we come back, we're going to switch gears and talk a little girls golf with coach tom meyer you're listening to the coaches show from Ison's family pizza on 103.9 wrbi it's back our delicious chicken bruschetta pizza is back cecil Ison from Ison's family pizza in downtown batesville the savory pizza with white garlic sauce seasoned chicken mozzarella provolone cheese tomatoes and fresh basil all on our fresh in-house made dough mmm mmm Come try this or any of Batesville's best pizza at 117 East George Street, IsonsFamilyPizza.com, 812-933-0333. Ison's Family Pizza's famous chicken bruschetta pizza is back. Curtin Elko, your local Linux dealer, is 50 years old. Hi, it's Scott Lamping, and we're proud to have been providing quality products, professional installation, and dependable service for residential, commercial, and farms in southeastern Indiana since 1971. Our experienced and helpful calendar staff can help you do-it-yourselfers and contractors, and our experienced service technicians and installers are glad to do it for you. Curtin Elko, celebrating 50 years of business. Welcome back to school, back to the classroom, back to friends, and back to savings with Great Plains Communications. Sign up for high-speed internet and receive two months free. Upgrade your current speed and receive a $50 bill credit. Sign up for any new service and receive free installation. High-speed internet and savings from Great Plains Communications are here to welcome you back. Contact us at 866-382-4968 or go to gpcom.com slash welcome back. Speed and service availability may vary by location and other restrictions may apply. Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza, continues from 103.9 WRVI. Bryce Kendrick filling in for the coach, Ron Raver. As we mentioned at the top of the broadcast, uh, Coach Raver underwent some major surgery on Friday, and the surgery went well, and he is on his way to recovery, and uh, we wish him the very, very best, and hopefully he will be back in this seat sooner rather than later. But I'm doing my best to uh, fill in uh, uh, some very big shoes tonight, and we're going to switch gears. We've had football with Evan Ulrey and Steve Stern, and now we're going to talk with with uh, Tom Meyer, head coach of uh, the Batesville girls golf team, and, and Coach Meyer, uh, just uh, an outstanding season so far. In the big picture terms, how does it feel? Oh, it's it's been wonderful. It's been fun. Yes, we've had a great season so far. We've won a bunch of tournaments. We've we've played in some big tournaments at the Lapel Invitational mm-hmm. at the Hall of Fame. Um, it, it's been exciting and it's been fun to to be about be around. Mm-hmm. You mentioned the the big tournaments, and, and that's a really good opportunity to get exposure, get some outstanding competition. Uh, teams that you're going to face probably come, you know, regional level, assuming that everything kind of falls into place, yes. as I know you hope it will. And we hope it will. Yeah, we played in the Hall of Fame. We got invited to that, which is a big, big deal. Um, there was 15 of the top 20 teams in the state there. That's amazing. We didn't play our best, but our youngsters got some great experience, um, learned a lot, got some exposure. Um, they they know what Batesville golf is, and they know you know they know a little bit more about us. So hopefully this helps us in the near future. When you play in these bigger tournaments, how does it compare playing on a course that hosts a huge invitational as to maybe to some of the places that you play around here? How much of a difference is there? Oh, huge difference. Um, 
around here we probably play 4,400 to 4,600 yards, and we're playing almost 6,000 in wow. some of these bigger tournaments. So it's it's a big deal. The courses are a lot nicer. They're bigger. They're better. Right. They're tougher. Uh, it, it helps a bunch. That sounds like a round of about 110 for me. <laughs> <laughs> me too. You, you, add, you add the distance on there. I did go up and play this course beforehand, and I didn't do very well on it either. Yeah. Are you Are you able to uh, when when you do something like that uh, and and get to see the course firsthand like that? How much How much of what you see when you play the round are you able to pass along to your players? Uh, quite a bit. Um, you know, I, if like I went this summer and I, I I got some scorecards and I made some notes, and of course the girls most of my girls they go up and play these courses um the wilder girls are playing every sunday someplace mm-hmm. that we're playing in the future so they they pretty well see them but um i try to give them some notes and some ideas and where to be and where not to be and things like that and that helps a bunch by the way i want to thank great plains communications hurt and elko margaret mary health and bruns gutzweiler for helping to sponsor coach's corner tonight on 103.9 wrbi we're speaking with tom meyer head coach of batesville and um uh, another feather in the team's cap, EIAC champions from Saturday. Congratulations yes. on the big win at Grand Oak. Thank you very much. It's been a couple of years since we've, I think it's been 2012 since we've won it. So that was great. Um, we play, we played pretty well, and, and hopefully we can continue that trend through the years with what we got coming back in the future. Well, you had, uh, you had uh, uh, four golfers make... Uh, make all conference uh, emma weiler addison weiler uh chloe murphy and madeline pullman and then you had tori harpering who actually tied uh madeline but uh, ends up getting i am I'm, I'm assuming on a, 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 some hole along the way where the tiebreaker was decided yeah they got she got beat out on a tiebreaker hole where she just didn't have the better score than what um, madeline did so. well did madeline and tori could they have settled it maybe with uh, an arm wrestling match in the parking lot i don't know who would have won that <laughs> Well, you have a very special group, and, and I know we talk a lot about uh, Emma and what, what she's able to do because she's simply outstanding. Mm-hmm. But in order for this team to have success, you have to have you have to have a group of girls that are playing behind her and playing well. So let, let's talk about them first, starting with her sister, Addison. Okay, sister Addison, um, a freshman this year. Uh, she's been playing number three for me all year. Uh, she's just... She she plays in these big tournaments in the summertime, and that's what what's makes her so good. You know, to get out, to get against good competition. Uh, she's been averaging right about forty two strokes per nine holes for me, which is fantastic for a youngster. And she she makes some mistakes, but she's she's learning, yep. and she's she's going to be probably as good as her sister by the time she gets done. And you know, when you say a golfer makes a mistake, it, it's one of those things where you don't want one mistake to turn into two. You need to be able to file that back and then, yep. and play on. And and she does that very well. She had a couple double bogeys in the conference, but turned right back around and made pars and birdies, so yeah, she doesn't let one bad hole you know, affect her scores. Chloe Murphy and uh, and Madeline Pullman ended up rounding out the uh, the uh, all conference list. Yes, uh, their performance so far this season. Uh, solid. Uh, Chloe Chloe got to play in the conference because of my number two Josie not right. being able to play. Uh, she's playing because she's solid. She's straight. She doesn't make too many mistakes. She gives me consistent scores, and that's what I needed. And and she was just tickled to death to make the all conference. That was her goal for the year. And, and you mentioned uh, Josie Meyer, and, and we talked before we went on the air that, that she's out right now due to quarantine. When do you expect her back? Uh, she's back now. She is back. Yes. Um, in fact, she she could have been back Friday, but the IHSA makes you get four practices sure. in. So she practiced Saturday. She practiced today. She, 
she'll go tomorrow and Wednesday and be ready for Thursday. Now, she is a difference maker because I'm going back uh, a little bit. Uh, you've, you've broken the nine-hole record a couple of times couple this year. Times. And mm-hmm. 157 at St. Anne's, is is that the number that sounds, sounds uh, right? We were 152 at Brookville earlier this year. Wow. Yes. And a lot of it's because of Josie. She's she's playing fantastic. She's averaging about 39 strokes per nine mm-hmm. holes right now. So she's just been solid. Well, hopefully she can pick up right where, where right where right where she left off. Oh, um, I know she will. And yeah. round out your team for me. Um, well, we have Addison and, and Madeline are, mm-hmm. are two juniors. Right. My two seniors, Tori Murphy and Tori Harpring and right. Chloe Murphy. Right. Uh, both seniors. They've both been playing for four four years now for me, and mm-hmm. just are great great teammates, great players. Have been helpful. Right. Um, I have three sophomores. I have Josie Meyer, Rhea Miller, and Taylor Blanton. Mm-hmm. Taylor's a new girl, just started out this year. And then freshman Addison. You've got uh, sectional coming up pretty, pretty quick. Friday still, or Saturday. Saturday. Is it still at Greensburg? Still at Greensburg. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully you guys could duplicate what you did a year ago, and that's uh, come away with the team trophy. Uh, you end up going to LaPelle. And uh, finished seventh at the regional. Finished seventh last year. Basically, almost got the same group back, so they they know what we need. Mm-hmm. Uh, we played in their invitational the first week of the season. Finished fourth there. Right. Um, the three teams we have to beat or compete against finished one, two, three ahead of us, but we were close. Right. And we didn't play the greatest. So, cross our fingers. But that's what we're hoping for is to have a good round and advance to the state finals, which would be the first time in girls' golf history. Well, we certainly wish you the best with that. And and there is something to be said for experience and consistency. And and hopefully that stuff falls into place. And and looking at, we'll close with with Emma. Um, she was 11th in last year's state finals, and that was played up at Prairie View and Carmel. And you look at you look at the year before. Um, well, she shot 157 last year. Uh, the year before that, she hit shot 171. So that's an improvement by 14 strokes. And you talk about improvement mm-hmm. on, on what a difference a year can make. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I think you're seeing that across the board now with your team, too. And, and that has to make you feel pretty good as you get heading into the postseason. Well, it, it's scary because um, Emma last year, I think, averaged about 37, 38 strokes per round. And she's right at 36 right now, just almost under par per round. That's how well she's playing. Wow. So, yeah, she's got a, she's one of the best players in the state, no doubt. As a, as a golfer yourself, Tom, what is the most radical thing you've done to try to change your swing when things aren't going well? I don't, I don't mess with her. I don't mess no, with I her. No, I mean you. Oh, yeah. me? Yeah. Um, not, not much. I mean, mm-hmm. once, once you played, you, you, you pretty well stick to what you got. You make yeah. little adjustments, but... You don't make much. Uh, see, I don't follow that philosophy. I got so mad with the way I was playing right-handed, I actually switched and played left-handed. <laughs> and I've been playing left-handed ever since. <laughs> so there we go. Coach, uh, it's great to great to meet you. Uh-huh. Uh, and I really appreciate all the stuff that you're sending in. Uh, we love to talk about uh, Batesville Girls Golf and the success that you've had. And, and we certainly wish you all the success as you as you head to postseason again coming up Saturday. Yes, I, I hope we do. We, sectional shouldn't be a problem. And, and hope we just do well in the regional. We can advance one step farther than that. All right. Well, we'll be uh, keeping our fingers crossed and wish you all the best. All right. One thing I just want to wish Ron and Sally good wishes. Uh, I think a lot about them. Uh, there's two people that love Batesville High School, Batesville Athletics, the people of Batesville. Uh, you're not going to find two more wonderful people than those two. And I've always come 
enjoyed coming up and and talking with Ron about our teams and sitting and talking with Sally about family. Right. So I hope he's back at this table pretty soon. I do too. Absolutely. Tom, thank you so much. Thank you. Appreciate it. That's Tom mm-hmm. Meyer, head coach uh, for the girls golf team out of Batesville High School. We're going to take another two minute timeout. Uh, when we come back, we've got uh, more high school football talk with you as Brian Mitchell from Oldenburg will be joining us. You're listening to the Coach's Corner on 103.9 WRBI. It's back. Our delicious chicken bruschetta pizza is back. Cecil Ison from Ison's Family Pizza in downtown Batesville. The savory pizza with white garlic sauce, seasoned chicken, mozzarella provolone cheese, tomatoes, and fresh basil. All on our fresh in-house made dough. Mmm, mmm. Come try this or any of Batesville's best pizza at 117 East George Street. Ison'sFamilyPizza.com. 812-933-0333. Ison's Family Pizza's famous chicken bruschetta pizza is back. Does your hip or knee pain keep you from taking part in activities you love? If so, orthopedic surgeon William McDonald can help. He offers total joint replacement at Margaret Mary Health in Batesville. You can be a candidate for a joint replacement if you have severe pain, stiffness, limited motion, or weakness in your joints. To learn more, visit Margaret Mary Health online at mmhealth.org or call 812-933-3765. That's 812-933-3765. You are tuned to Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza at 103.9 WRBI. Back here at Ison's Family Pizza in Batesville, I'm Bryce Kendrick, filling in for the coach Ron Raver. And again, we send out our best wishes to coach as he recovers from his surgery that went well for him on Friday. Uh, one more time, I want to thank uh, Garings and Fleetwood uh, Chevrolet Buick, George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Great Plains Communications, Hurton Elko, Margaret Mary Health, and Bruns Gutzweiler helping to sponsor Coach's Corner, hosted by Ison's Family Pizza right here in Batesville. We're going to wrap up tonight's show as uh, we turn our attention back to football and talk a little OA football with Twister coach Brian Mitchell. Uh, Brian, first time you and I have had a chance to sit down and talk. Good evening. Good to see you. Good evening. How are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. Uh, I know it's been a, a tough start for you guys in the, in the few games that you've played. Let's kind of go back and and talk about uh, both of them. First, you met up with Union City, uh, 41-8 loss right there. And uh, what what did you feel was the difference in the game against Union City? Um, Because, and let me just jump back in quickly, because I saw your, uh, in in reading the report from that particular ball game, there were highlights from you guys. I know the score doesn't necessarily reflect that. Absolutely. There were some things that you were pretty high on after that game. Yeah, no, we we moved the ball pretty decently. you know, we have we have a lot of kids that are playing for the first time, or being the first time starters. So I got six. Actually, I, yeah, I have six freshmen that have never played before. Wow. So, um, you know, just just getting them time was was a big thing, to be honest with you. And then we had a, a Caleb um, Layman who is a senior. He played running back last year, but mm-hmm. he's transitioned to play quarterback this year. So that was his first time being the the starter, brand new system. So right. I kind of um, you know. Given the situation, I thought we did really well. To be to be honest with you, I know the score doesn't reflect it, but um, you know you always try to think positively. We had some some great plays happen, mm-hmm. so I, I thought things pretty went pretty well actually. And then uh, you ended up taking uh, taking on top five ranked Monroe Central on Friday, currently ranked number four in the Class One A poll, and uh, that 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 was that was a tough team to face. And we heard uh, Coach Steve Stern talk earlier about Monroe Central and they're, about that that's the best team that uh, that they've had. And they're, they're a monster. Yeah, they're a monster. They what really stood out for you about the Golden Bears in that game? Um, they're just really well coached. The coach up there, uh, Mr. Uh, coach Hoxteller, he is. 
he's excellent. He's an excellent guy. We talked a little bit during the week, and um, you know, we we just we were kind of on the same page where everything was at. And he was like, "Dude, we'll take care of you." And, you know, we had low numbers. We had two people out last week, right. and I told him flat out, I was like, Look, I, "I'm coming up there with 16 guys, like." You got forty plus, and you got a monster at fullback and right. things like that. And he told me he'd take care of us, and I really think we had a, a pretty good ball game considering. You know, I'm looking here at my stats. We ran fifty four plays mm-hmm. compared to like their thirty. Um, our time of possession was at thirty one minutes. I mean, that's controlling the clock and that's moving the ball. You can't run fifty four plays if you're not moving the ball. Right. So um, I really thought, you know, they're a phenomenal team. Like. Unbelievable, but I really thought we we didn't too, do too bad to be honest with you. I know that once again the score doesn't reflect it, right. but um, our our quarterback got better, our halfback got better, our line did pretty well. Like I, I couldn't ask for anything more. So, so you you took sixteen to play against them. If you were at full strength, how many do you have? Eighteen. Wow. Eighteen. Yeah, we got it. Well, we had a we had one of our players go down with a season-ending um, labrum tear. So then we had another uh, player who was out for an absence. So. Um, you know, it's 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 tough going going somewhere with sixteen guys, but they're they're tough kids and they try their hardest. And right. that's I mean I can't ask anything more than that. I've talked to I've talked to other coaches in different different capacities in sports and and when their numbers have been low and and how hard it is uh, just in practice to 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 do a scrimmage. I mean, you guys with eighteen mm-hmm. can't even go eleven on eleven. I mean, so so how do you how do you combat that uh, when you're trying to prepare for a team and and you just don't have the have the numbers to where you can square off fully against one another? Well, like today at practice, we had we had six, uh, well we had fifteen today at practice. So, like, all the four extra people that we had, you know, I had them across in the best kind of alignment we could based off the film we saw. And then me and my assistant coach actually go out there and play scout team, too. So, um, we mostly try to work on in the box so that way, you know, because your, your running game and your passing game is going to only be as good as your line. And we have some solid line. Like, our guys are awesome. And so, you know, we're working on that, trying to work on responsibilities and pass and, you know, run plays and just doing the best we can with that. So, Well, you mentioned your line. Talk talk about a couple of those kids and, and who's doing well for you. Um, well, you know, I got Dylan Stewart. He's number 66. He's a big kid. He's like 6'4", like 270, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, brings a lot of experience from last year. He's playing tackle for me. He's 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 a stud. He's just a he's an animal. Um, both of our guards, a uh, little undersized, but like they're pulling guards and they they get after it. They, uh, Mark Wolf, he number seventy, he he can go. He's probably one of the strongest kids on the on the team, if not the strongest. And he 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 hits when he hits you, he hits you. You can feel it. Same thing with Greg Klein. He does a really good job. Um, you know, we got Calvin Grody. He's uh, he's our center. He's like. Six one, six foot, like two ninety. He's a big kid. He's 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 a big guy to move. And then we got first year guy. He's 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 a little in our size, Levi. But he's got heart, man. And I I love that kid. He's like five, like five six, one hundred and fifty pounds. But he he'll come after you as much as he can. Like he he. That's all I can ask for. So the late Keith Jackson right now is smiling because we were talking about the big uglies in the trenches. So yeah, that, that, that's that's good. How about on the defensive side of the ball? You know, um, we, we're struggling right now with, with giving up explosive plays. Mm. You know, we don't have a chance to really practice a lot with tackling. You know, you got 15 guys, you don't want to get people hurt. Right. Uh, especially with six guys who've never played before, you know, but we try we try our best, especially in the preseason. We, you know, we went through some drills and things like that. Um, but this week, I, I think if we can try to contain the, their quarterback, we're playing Switzerland County right. this week. Um, and and he's, he's very athletic. He's like 
he, he can run all over the all over the place. So if we can contain them, I think our defense will, will do a little bit better this game. So you, I remember hearing when when you were first hired um, mm-hmm. that you were going to kind of change the uh, the scheme of Oldenburg, and they were the Twisters were going to go a route that they hadn't gone in the past. Mm-hmm. How much has the the numbers issue affected your ability to implement? Uh, the scheme that you wanna that you wanna go with. Well, the, the good thing I feel at least with our offense is we run a, a spread offense, mm-hmm. and then our blocking scheme is very basic. And and I know this probably sounds a little crazy, but it's it's very simple, and it doesn't matter who goes in; they can plug and play. You know, it's it's these are your assignments, and that is what happens. And a lot of teams, it seems like almost block a guy. We don't block a guy; we block a hole. Mm-hmm. So that way, you know, if you know where the hole is, you know where to go. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter really where you line up. You can know your responsibility, so it's kind of it kind of helps out. I feel, and then mm-hmm. our our receivers, you know, mostly run off of a route tree that they have memorized. Right. So all the routes are, every single person who's a specialist knows the routes. And what makes that good is, you know, if I need to make a QB change, say one of our QBs go down, God God help us, but you know, one of them go down, you know, any one of our receivers know all the routes, so they can throw any of the routes, they can do any of that stuff. So. That's good to, to have that uh, that cross ability right there, coaches. Absolutely. As you take on uh, Switzerland County this week, the Pacers are a team that has struggled so far this season. They're zero and three. Most recently, a loss twenty six to twelve to Owen County, Kentucky, mm-hmm. on Friday. What have you seen about uh, from Ryan Jessup's team uh, that uh, uh, is it maybe a favorable matchup to you and something that uh, might be a challenge for you? Um, I think we match up pretty well with them. Actually, you know, they definitely have more people than us. But I had a chance to talk with Coach a little bit uh, this weekend, and he's got like 15 guys who are like brand new to the team, mm-hmm. you know, that are that are also kind of in the same boat. So I think it's going to match up well. We got to contain their quarterback, like that's their guy. Um, we, excuse me, we got to run our plays. We got we got to do our stuff, especially on defense. We really got to make sure we we do a good job containing and tackling. But I'm 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 very confident. Um, I think our offense can come in and move the ball. Uh, especially, I mean, we moved it last week against right. Monroe Central. I really feel uh, we should be able to do a pretty good job this week. Coach, as um, uh, one thing I want to ask you about the game, mm-hmm. where's it, where it being played? This is a home game for you guys. Where, where, where are you hold, holding it at? Um, all of our games are away. Okay. So we play I, saw, at, I just saw on yeah. John Harrell's side that it was listed as a home game, so you're going to play down at Switch? Yeah, we play all of our games at whoever is the gotcha. – well, we played a couple games last year at Elder, apparently, but like we don't have any, uh, any like home quote-unquote right. games. So we're playing down at Switz. Um, next week, I believe we have a bye, and then we're playing up at Indy, and then right. we're playing down at South, and like we're the home team against South. So, right. but yeah, that'll be it's kind of the um, the challenge too. You know, we we have practice up on like a forty yard field up on top of the field house, and right. um, but you know the kids they do everything they can. We try to do everything we can as coaches, and AD is awesome. You know, the community has been great, so I can't ask for anything better. Well, Coach, it has been a pleasure to meet you and, and talk with you, and I wish you all the best, and uh, hopefully you. You pick up week number one uh, down there in, in Vivi, and uh, uh, better things ahead. Get the get the numbers up and build the program you want, the way you want to build it. Yeah, no, um, and hopefully Coach gets better, and, you know, we can talk with him soon, and, uh, you know, he's definitely a, an important part of this community that no I've question. noticed. So, um, he's been really awesome to get to meet. His wife is yeah. super he, nice. He has all this stuff around us. I don't have. I don't have anything. So I don't need yeah. it. Well, yeah. my name's up on the thing. I feel pretty privileged <laughs> on that. So 
That was pretty cool. That's good. I took a picture of it. So. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, Coach, uh, again, a pleasure to you. Uh, good luck again at, at Switzerland County. Thank you very much. Brian, it's been a pleasure. Yep, go Twisters. Thank you. Thank you. Brian Mitchell, head coach of Oldenburg, and he'll be taking on uh, Switzerland County this Friday night in Vivi. We're going to wrap things up here tonight. want to say thank you uh, to those who make the Coach's Corner possible. That would be Ison's Family Pizza, our host, Garings, along with Fleet Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Great Plains Communications, Hurt and Elko, Margaret Mary Health, and Bruns Gutswaller. Big thanks to John Heil back at the station for engineering uh, the the broadcast today, and we look forward to uh, another Coach's Show next Monday when our guests will be uh, Evan Ulrey, Brian Mitchell, and uh, Mitch Taylor, and we may add one more to the list. Unfortunately, unfortunately, June Rigney of Greensburg Volleyball will not be able to join us as they are coming out of quarantine and they have a slew of games that they have to make up. One of those will be on next Monday night. But uh, that's the show ahead. We look forward to again talking with you next week. For all of my guests here tonight, thank you so much, and we'll talk to you again soon. For now, Bryce Kendrick, WRBI.